Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. This week, I'm focused. And so therefore, the conversation is all about being focused. I'm trying to get more focused because that's something I'll be honest with you, I really struggle with in most things in my life. But hey, it tends to work out pretty good. But focus is important for podcasting's perspective. And the lessons I'm going to be teaching you, no, the lessons I'm going to be talking about, I'm not really teaching anything. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring forth some ideas about getting better focus for your podcast. Um, I gathered mostly from the last week when I was at PodFest in Orlando, which was my first time being at the event. I think it's the fifth time they've had PodFest. And I just got to say, hands down, amazing event. Amazing event, PodFest. Uh, thank you very much for bringing me out. And out there watching the show right now, you personally, you probably should make plans to go attend PodFest 2020 because it, it was a real, real good time with lots of excellent information in there. Some of that information, some of that information has to do with focus and how specifically for today's program, how you can use that focus and focus in a particular area around collaboration to actually build your audience. Because as you know, you're not part of a big network and that's hard for you to grow your audience. And in case you don't know this, the reason that the top 10 shows are all from big, big companies most of the time is because of something called the network effect. The network effect means because you, because the network is there, that network can then elevate a new program, a new show by leveraging all the assets of the other shows on the network. That's hard for you to do because you are not part of a big podcasting network. So you have to go and find a new way to do that. But, but we can. Thanks very much to my friend uh, Dave from Chartable for his presentation that had to do with this, as well as the episode he had done a couple of weeks ago on his program with Amanda uh, McLaughlin from Multitude Productions. This is where this information comes from, and I'm just going to regurgitate it. I'm not going to regurgitate it. I'm going to rearrange it for you so that you know what it means in your particular space where, where you're at today. So you can do a what, what Amanda refers to as the DIY network effect which is really what you're trying to do here, by building your own, if not real network, but at least a collaborative network, a network that exists so that other like-minded shows can collaborate and share. That's what you're going to do. You're going to build a collaboration network. You're not taking over anybody's show. You're not sharing resources. You're not doing, ho none of that, none of that. I mean, you could if you wanted to. I'm not telling you you can't. 
But the idea here is we want to get audience growth, but your show is a focused show. Your show is not a, a, something that the masses want to hear. The masses who listen to audio drama, the masses who listen to random interviews, the masses who listen to funny comedy shows. Getting those shows to mention your show isn't going to help you whatsoever. If you've heard these big networks mention other shows, they typically have a focus and a theme around them. And so that's what you're going to do as well. Because you don't want to just get anybody, anybody at random, because that's not, that's not applicable. We want to grow a focused audience. We may not break into, and you may not break into the top 10 anytime soon, but you can definitely increase your audience. I've seen it time and time again by utilizing a focused network approach. Here's how you do it. So it starts by finding somebody you can collaborate with. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to, well, go search. And we know that search in podcast directories is terrible, but it exists. So the first thing is, is go search so that you can discover other shows that talk about the same things you talk about. And get a list, 5, 10, 20, whatever number you can come up with. The, the more the merrier. Not all of them are going to say yes. But you're going to start by discovering those shows. And then here's the key, listening to those shows, at least an episode fully. And make sure, put your critical thinking hat on, step from outside of your normal comfort zone and think. If I'm a listener of my own show, is this the kind of content I would be willing to share with my audience because they should listen to it. It is similar. It is complementary. Maybe even the same. And, and if it's not, cross that one off your list. If you're not willing to share, cross that one off your list. But if you are, then ask yourself a second question. Does this show seem like the kind of content where their audience might like my content as well? And again, if that's a no, cross it off your list. But if it's a yes, great. Now you've got someone who you're willing to share content and you think that their audience might be receptive to your own content, right? So now you connect with them. How do you do that? Well, it's pretty darn simple to find out who's actually running a podcast, right? You click through to the website on whatever app you're listening to. You find their contact information. And then you tell them, not in a forum letter, not in a in blast that you send to a hundred different people that starts with some cheesy, I really liked your episode. Can I be a guest? No, 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 don't do that. Reach out to that show and tell them that you enjoyed the episode that you listened to and tell them that you're a new subscriber because you really need to be subscribing to these other shows. You need to be subscribing to and listening to other shows. But once you've done that, then you offer up some ability to help. How can I help you with your podcast? How can our podcast help each other grow? There's a couple of ideas that you can do. One is if you, if your show is an interview show, great. Ask that person to be a guest. And in fact, that's where you start the conversation. Come be a guest on my show. And then after they've had a great time on your show, then you offer this idea of being in a network, a collaborative network together. Or maybe you've done something that I did recently. You might remember a few weeks ago, I did an episode swap. An episode swap with Mark Asquith. He has a show called The Seven Minute Mentor, which I playfully refer to as the four and a half minute mentor with two and a half minutes worth of ads. Kidding, sort of. You can do episode swaps. Or in a case like mine, which is what I did, because I don't have a show on Friday. Friday is a great time for me to come out and say, hey, 
If you enjoy podcast pontifications, con- I'm going to say my own shame, my own shame show name properly. Goodness. If you enjoy podcast pontifications, you might like this other show as well. And I'll play the episode or I'll play a snippet of the episode and I'll come back and talk about how much I liked it. I'll just do that. You should do that too. In fact, you can do that ahead of time, even without the reciprocation and tell them, I did this. I wonder if you'd be willing to do something. Now, there's another kind of more advanced feature, kind of a new thing happening in the podcasting space. Well, it's not new, but it seems to be a new trend right now. And that's doing live shows where you go out to a venue and you book a venue and you record or you record your show or you produce a sampling of your show where you invite your audience together to come to watch this. Now, here's the problem with that. Your show probably doesn't have a huge audience base right now. So you collaborate with other people, maybe who are in the same town. Again, you can figure that out. You can just go search and find out these things. Find that if they would be willing to come and share the stage with you where they do their show or a semblance of their show live, you do yours, and maybe it's an entire evening or an afternoon or a morning. I don't really care, but a whole series of live shows by other like-minded, like-contented product, which you could do virtually well, as if you wanted to. And then finally, you could even do sharing advertisers and sponsors. Because when an, when an advertiser or a sponsor contacts you, maybe you don't have the audience to command a $500 buy for whatever reason. Or maybe the, maybe the advertiser isn't really willing to spend a small amount of money. So you can bring that advertiser to the others in this little DIY network you've built for yourself, sharing the wealth. All this is designed to bring your content to more people, grow your audience, which I really hope that you do. If you need help with any of this, Please get in touch because, as you know, I launch podcasts for businesses and keep running, keep out of the weeds from behind the scenes. But you can get more information at podcastlaunch.pro, evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me, and I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. 
One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.